Hey guys, this is Goat Talk Pod. Today we're going to be interviewing Brian, absolute weapon in the soul industry. He's got some good wisdom to share and yeah, talk about mindset and all that good stuff. So yeah, have a good one. Okay. What are you drinking there? Just a ghost. Not sponsored. I'm working on getting a sponsor. You seen these? Yeah. They got these in Sydney? Uh, no, they are sort of like the, the pre-workouts, but not the cans though. Yeah, um, see, I'm just, I'm a caffeine addict, but. But yeah, yeah, to answer your question, so did I go to school? No, I didn't. My uh, my parents didn't let me. You guys call it university, right? Yeah. They yeah, didn't yeah I, didn't, I didn't go to university. My yeah. parents actually didn't let me. What was their reasoning for that? Well, my dad actually, he started out in the trade. So he went to a trade school rather than going to, to college. So yeah. he thought that was the best way for me to go because he went through that. And I, he said college would be a waste of time, would be a waste of money. So he sent wow. me to a trade school and said I wasn't allowed to go to college. Wow, bro. That's crazy. And what was your like trade? Were you doing like plumbing, construction, or what was your Yeah, all that. So it was electrical, commercial nice. electrical work, which is just like any other, you know, construction trade. I hated it. So that was in high school I started working like blue collar work, which is like doing carpentry, doing labor work, all that sort of stuff, only making money with my body. And so yeah. after high school, going into that trade school, it was all I knew how to do. And then, so I was doing that for like six to seven months. I hated every day of it, but it was like a five-year path I had lined up. Yeah, That was what my parents were, were telling me to do. But I ended up getting kicked out of it. So I didn't oh, complete it. What was, what was the reasoning there? What happened? Well, well, so a trade school, you work 40 hours. Like you go right into a man's world of, you know, from being yeah. in high school, dicking off to go straight into a 40 hour work week with construction dudes. Like it was wow. a good awakening. It's kind of like, um, an in, in, is it like an apprenticeship? Cause when I'm thinking of school, I'm thinking you're like in a classroom like college, but is it an apprenticeship where you, you work on site, but then you also do a bit of study on the side? Is exactly. That, is that what, that's what they call it yep. in Australia. It's called like an apprenticeship. You're doing your trade apprenticeship or whatever, but I guess it's the same that's, thing. That's exactly what it is. It was an apprenticeship, a five year yeah, yeah. apprenticeship after the five-year period then you get to do your own deal okay that makes so, yeah sense. you're an apprentice for five years it was a five-year apprenticeship and then once it ended you were guaranteed like a salary of like 120,000 us so yeah you know it was like a decent path that was when i was 17 so i'd be at the end of it now if i stuck with it but yeah. i was doing it 40 hours a week and i hated every hour of it like i I despised working construction just because, and the reason for it, I was seeing the people that were doing it and I was looking at their life and I just didn't like want to associate with it. Like these people right. were, they were fat, they were like unhealthy looking, they weren't professional, like all these construction people and we need them. So it's super important, but it just wasn't me. But right. I ended up getting kicked out. It, it was for the better. And the reason I got kicked out, it's nothing crazy. I just, I missed too many days of school. There was like a work day and then a school day and I missed too much school. Okay. And then is that what led you into solo? Cause you had that like electrical background. You thought, or did you do anything in between that? Or did you then get picked up straight into sales? Cause I mean, I've seen your, your sales video and it's like super impressive. So, I mean, how did you like build those skill sets? Was that straight after school? That yeah, shit's going so viral by the way. You must be like hyped over that. Like that's a viral ass video. Yeah. It took off out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, bro, I, I don't know why. It's just the controversy. It got a lot of hate in the comments, so it blew up. Yeah, bro, people are hating on it heavy as well. Because when I saw it, I was heavy. like, bro, this guy's lit. Like, this guy can sell. Um, yeah. 
but like but yeah i was reading in the comments i was like people like this is staged i'm like fuck you talking about like what do you mean bro (laughs) it's like a sad like a skit but you literally killed it but but yeah so you were sad yeah no worries there was there was a transition i did do a few things in between it before i actually got right into sales and i did some other i did roofing sales before i did solar but that phase where i got kicked out of the trade school there was like a two year one and a half year window where i wasn't doing anything i was still trying to find what i was doing but have you heard of a guy named bradley bradley no i've seen i know that elliot guy andy elliot yep yeah bro he's a g but i don't that's i don't really know that many i follow a couple of them but nah who's yeah who's the would you would you say his name was brett lee bradley he's a savage he's just another dude in like the personal development space but yeah. he has a podcast that uh, talks, it interviews a bunch of like really high level people. And yeah, yeah. my friend showed me one of his episodes and in it, they were talking about how you need to have a sales job to get like these successful people work. Yeah. And that's when my perspective actually opened to sales. Like I, I didn't think I could sell. Like I had no experience doing anything other than construction labor work. Yeah. I had no experience. So after watching his podcast, um, after like two years of doing nothing, just working a little bit, not really having any, you know, direction or anything. After right. watching his podcast, he said to get into sales and this dude was doing like big things. So I wanted to listen to him. And so I applied for a sales job in roofing. So I got right. that. Okay. And then what was, was that in early 2021? What was it? Or 2022? Yeah, it was 2020. The end of 2021, 2022, I worked the full year doing roofing sales. And then this year I started doing solar. Okay. At the start of this year. Yep. Yep. Nice. And I see, um, the other guy you're with, what was his name? So the guy who's in the, in the video, what was his name? Yep. That's my boy. Is he, like, is he your partner or is he your boss? Like, what's the deal there? A little bit of both. He's the, he's the yeah, manager yeah. of the team out here, uh, that nice. he's running. So I'm, I'm part of his team, but we were friends actually before he got into solar. Uh, I met him when I was selling roofs, he was doing it with me. And then he branched out first, got into solar and brought me with him. Okay. Awesome. And does that, so with your team, how many people are part of your solar sales team now? I mean, it's, I guess it's his team, but how many's in your team? We started with like three. Now we're at like 15. Wow. And does that kind of consist of like, what kind of people are you picking up? Is it just consist of, people who are trying to get into sales, like people like yourself. Um, exactly. What does it look like? Young, young kids? Yeah, a lot of young people. There's a few few older cats, but uh, the people that are like young, they have no sales experience and are looking to make more money or do more with their life and are coachable. Those are the people we look to bring on. So I've brought on a few people just that I've met out here that have done well. But um, yeah, we're mostly hiring young dudes that want sales experience and more money. Yeah, nice. Okay. And I mean, what, what does it kind of look like, like salary for those kind of guys when they start picking up? Well, so like I was saying with the, the trade school, I don't know, six figures used to be like this huge milestone for a lot of people, especially yeah. in the US. I, I don't know the currency over there. What is the currency in Australia? So a dollar is, so one US dollar is a dollar 30 AUD. So the other okay. way around is one AUD dollar is about 70 cents. So okay. it's kind of close, but yeah. So yeah, like making 130,000 AUD was like yeah, yeah. a benchmark for, for everyone in the US. And it's kind of the same thing here. It's like 
I know that kind of like mindset is like when making six figures, everything changed. Yeah. But now, bro, with inflation and everything, like that's kind of like yeah. the average income out here, six figures. I Literally. Swear. No, it's seriously average. Like in the average house yeah. in some places of California are like 950,000. Yeah. Like almost a million for an average, average house, like median. So things are changing. Six figures was always that number everyone was striving for. And this yeah. plan that my parents set up for me going through this apprenticeship, at the end, I'd finally hit that six figure number and be successful, whatever. I, I now realize in hindsight that the reason for them wanting to put me through it wasn't for the six figures. It was for like the lessons I'd learned throughout the way yeah. of going through that path, which, you know, I appreciate it just wasn't for me. I had, you know, more desire to get more out of life, but. Okay. I mean, if you could go back to when you initially graduated, you're 18, would have you taken that same path or, or what would have you done differently if you could have gone back and day one out of 18, like day one out of school, you had no everything you know now, what path would have you taken? Yeah, I, get, I wonder how different it would be if I got right into sales because I got into sales when I was 21. So I yeah. waited a little bit. But you could also argue the experience of me, like I like where I'm at. I'm not finished by any means. But I'm, it might be different if I didn't learn those lessons going into the actual trade school where I was doing that apprenticeship. Like if I didn't know how much I hated it, maybe I would have, yeah. you know, stayed put. Like I don't know what would have changed. The only thing I'd say is if I was 18 – getting into sales immediately and then sticking with it, I'd probably be ahead, but you know, yeah, I'm okay. happy with how it worked out. And with all that's been said and where you are now, you're in solo, like where do you see yourself being in a year? Do you see yourself same industry? Like, but like, you know, selling more, growing a team, being like a yeah. mentor? Or? Yeah. So the first year was all about learning how to sell. Now this year, I've been really working on how to like lead a team properly. Yeah. And next year, I hope that the team is thriving because in this game, recruit any any kind of sales space, recruiting people and having a team that's actually productive and, and making money for the company is how you actually get the higher income. Like there's sales reps who can sell their way to like making a million dollars, but the majority of the people making the higher income in the sales industry have a team of high performance sales reps and they're right. leading that. So that's the direction I've gone. Like I've started at nothing, not knowing how to sell, then I've gone, okay, I've proved myself to be decent at sales and then really yeah. good at sales. And now you're, you're developing other people. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Like having your own company and like killers on your team is where you make that big coin. Cause I mean, I worked in, do you know what recruitment, you, you know what recruitment is? Like I worked for a recruitment agency in the IT space. You, so that's basically what? like, pardon? In, in what space? IT. So basically like software developers, basically just placing them into jobs, um, yep. bigger companies. But like there was, you know, some of the guys who were like higher up, like, yeah, they were making like really good money. And I guess some of the top guys are making like, you know, anywhere from like 150 to 200K. But it kind of just like, it caps out there. Yeah, they can put in like all these hours, like 50 hours a week and like kill it. But then after tax, you know, how much are they really taking home? But it's it's the people who own the company who get a cut off everyone's sales. They're the ones who make the real bread and they're the ones that kill it. Because also while they're making more money than every, everyone else, they're also building a company that has value to then be potentially sold, I guess. Because I mean, that is, would that be like a goal you think for some of the, 
the guys you've seen in the solo, like eventually they sell their team and get that big payout at the end. Oh, yeah. If they want, or they just continue to grow that. But you're actually building something. And then you have ownership of that, which is valued, you know, multi-million dollars. So I definitely agree with you. Like, yeah, like that's a good path to be going on, like to be leading the team and then growing out a company. Like that's dope. Yeah, 100%. But, um, all right, well, um, that sounds sick. So you're just kind of looking to... Uh, do you have anyone who's directly under you, like your your team or are you kind of like yeah so how solar works so you you have closers and you have setters have you heard yeah. of that i've heard the term uh the term the term closers and setters so is it point i know what appointment setting is yep is that kind of what that is that would be over the phone get an appointment to then talk to a closer right exactly is- yeah so in the door-to-door solar space the over the phone is actually in field so you're going to knock on people's doors those are the setters so you start yeah. as a setter. The setters get paid really well uh, with, with the company I'm at right now. They get paid, yeah. you know, really, really well. So Can you like talk, are you able to talk numbers or is that like yeah, like all good? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, numbers. I just yeah, yeah, know for US. sure. Like what, it, what it looks like specifically. Okay, so it's full commission. There's zero salary for any kind of sales rep. We're 1099 employees, like independent contractors. So. Yeah. Which I prefer. There's a lot of people that are scared to, to switch over to that and not have a guaranteed pay. But that's the mm-hmm. only way I would want to be paid is on yeah, performance. Yeah. But so how it works, and I'll talk in US dollars, the, the setter yeah. goes out, they'll set an appointment for a closer to, to come back to and close. Now, depending on how good you are, you can typically get like, you know, anywhere from two appointments per week to close to actually make a sale off of. Yeah. All the way up to like, I've done like, you know, seven, eight deals a week as a closer. So you can have like two to eight is like the range as a setter. And the payout is like, you know, anywhere from 2000 up to like 4,000 per set. On a closed deal. So if you set an appointment and it doesn't go through, you don't get paid. Exactly. So you only get paid as a setter with where I'm at. If the deal's closed and goes through. Okay. But the setter is making, the closer gets a higher percentage, but paid later on the setter gets fronted money but paid less of a percentage because all they have to do is set the appointment and then it's, yeah. it's in someone else's hands, but they get, get paid, you know, well. Okay. And, um, do you still, uh, do the setting and the closing? Yeah. I, so I do both, but you start as a setter, the path of growth is setter. And then you start setting for yourself and you're, you're the one who goes back and closes it. Nice. And then, and then you're only closing, you hire on people to set for you. So that's at the point where I'm at. I have I have a few setters, and they're setting for me, and I'll go back there and, and close the appointment. Okay, awesome. And um, all right. And what at the moment? How many how many deals are you doing a week? Would you say? Or what's a so good week? The, yeah, the highest I've had was either seven or eight, which is pretty high as a closer yeah. because the closing pay per deal is typically like five to ten thousand. So five in a okay. week is a really the strong commission week. on a deal is five to ten thousand. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow, yeah. That, that's insane. It's really, it's really good. Solar money is real. The issue is, as a closer, you only get paid on back end, so you have to wait like two to three months before seeing that money. Okay. At least. Okay, that makes sense. And um, just to follow up on that, what would you? What's the most amount of money you've made in one month from? either setting or closing or just your best month 
Like, what's what's the figure on that? Best month was August of my career. I did about forty thousand. Right, this race in August. Yeah, this one just now. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Last year I had my best month. It was the same month, but I did twenty seven thousand. So nice, decent, decent. What you what you do with that? Save that money, put it in the bank. Well, I haven't seen any of it because, like I said, I I sold enough to make that, but I haven't seen it yet because it takes a while to come in. But right. Now I I spend like all my money on self improvement. Yeah. Like, all of my money right now is going towards that. Nice. What 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 is that? Is that like courses and like eating healthy? What what does that look like? Courses, events, mentorships. Like I always have. I always work with a coach. Like yeah. right now, I'm working with a guy. Shout out to Akash. He's a, he just does like mindset coaching, fitness coaching, gives me a plan to follow. So, you know, stuff like that. I invested in, uh, there's a guy called Eric Spofford. He put out like a real estate course. I just got that. Hopefully I can pick up some stuff soon, but I'm, I'm at the, the beginning of the growth. Like I'm sure you'll talk to a lot of people who are already there. Like I, I'm not even close. Like I'm just getting started. So, you know, hopefully I'm giving out some info to people that'll help get started yeah, or at least get to the position where you're making, you know, a hundred grand plus. But, you know, I don't have experience making the millions yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. I mean, what would your advice be out there for someone listening who's like, I don't know, anywhere between 18 and 22 and they kind of, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people, you know, they watch all those get-rich-quick schemes on the internet. They, they see all these things and they just don't know where to start. Like, what would you say to them? Like, where should you get started and what would your advice be to them? Do you have to figure out what you want? So if you want more than what you're getting, you have to mm -hmm. change what you're doing. And so the easiest way to change what you're doing is to listen to people who have what you want. So that's what I did. So that's why I, I name dropped that guy, Bradley. Like there's yeah. plenty of dudes out there who have a life that I want that I'll listen to what they say. So like if a kid wants what I want, like I, you know, make a hundred grand plus, you know, I got a decent car. Like I've taken myself from making nothing to that. Like if you want what I want, I can tell you how I did it. And yeah. what I would say is just to get into sales. Like there's home improvement sales and there's solar sales that I've done. And either of those can pay out, you know, over six figures. Uh, that's the only thing I have experienced. In, so that's what I can recommend. But I pulled yeah. myself out of doing construction labor work to actually doing something where I'm using my mind and not my body. And it's changed a lot for me, like a lot. So that's what I would recommend, just getting a sales job. Now, from there, going all in and becoming the best at the sales job. Because if you kind of yeah. like half-ass half commit in sales or just in anything, it won't take you very far. So just going all in in a sales position. Yeah, awesome. Okay. And um, what does your morning routine look like? Or do you do anything that you think you know, helps you reach a certain level throughout the day? Like what, is, what does that talk me through that? Yeah. So you'll hear a lot of people talk about like flow state or just, you know, operating at the highest level. I'm after that too. I don't have that perfected by any means. Like, yeah, I'm still going after it. But the coach I work with, he said to wake up 5am every day. So yeah. I'm doing that. And it's fuck. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can curse on here. But it's no, no, really no. <laughs> say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not a morning person and that's like, that's a label I've identified with that. Like I hate the mornings, but when I get up, you know, I'll go to the gym. They have, he has me doing cardio 
which I also yeah. hate doing. So I'll start off the day with two pretty difficult things and yeah. then just going as, as hard as I can on like self-improvement and, and learning. That's all I do. I mean, my morning's nothing crazy. Like I don't yeah. have a, he has me meditate too, but you know, I'm not a pro. Do you, do you do any ice baths? Ice? Yeah, like ice baths. Those are insanely hard. I don't do yeah. it. I'll do it when there's an ice bath, but I don't yeah, do yeah, it yeah. Like, uh, routinely. And what about like, um, do you know Wim Hof breathing exercises? Do you do any like breathing meditation exercises? Not really. Uh, I'll try to. The coach that I work with right now, Akash, he's really into meditation. And he says yeah. that's how you connect with your intuition. So I'll practice it. And it brings you to like a state where you're actually calm and because we're, we're all trying to master our mind, like at the end of the day, like yeah. that's what all the ice bath stuff is. There's physical benefits, but anytime I've done that, it's always harder mentally yeah. than it is physically. Like it's hard to get yourself to do anything like that. And it's the same thing with, with meditation. Like it's all exercise for your mind. So I'm, I'm practicing it, but I haven't, you know, profession. Yeah. Like I'm not the best. Okay. And, um, what's like your diet look like? Talk me through yeah. that. You track so your been, macros, calories, all that. Yeah. I track all that stuff. I've been bodybuilding for a while. Like before, let's see, I was in high school when I really got into it. So I've been doing all this diet, like getting my macros on point for a while. So, uh, I just try to eat all whole foods, you know, nothing like processed foods. Yeah. Nothing crazy though. Just in a surplus right now. Cause I'm putting on some size. That's it, though. Lots of steak. Um, steak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organic meat, steak? Yep. Yeah, I follow Stan Efferding's vertical diet. Have you heard of that one? No. Stan Efferding vertical. He he just has a lot of whole foods. He has a lot of white rice in it, a lot of red meat. It's all your micronutrients. It's all your macros. So, like, a lot of people, you know, aren't eating enough vegetables or, um, like, antioxidants from fruits and stuff. So, he has all that covered. Look up the vertical diet. It's pretty good. That's what I follow. No, right. Um, and what what's your thoughts on like, you know, like seed oils and all the shit that's in the the food at the moment? You know, you know about those like canola oil, vegetable oils, all that stuff. You try avoid that. Yeah, I try and avoid it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I coconut oil and, and uh, avocado oil is what I I used to cook with. Yeah. If and I butter, cook, big butter. butter on your skin. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things Efforting talks about in his vertical diet. It's like Kerrygold Irish butter. He uses that yeah. a lot in his diet as a good healthy fat. Okay. And supplement-wise, are you, I mean, just standard stuff? Like, do you take creatine? Obviously, pre-workout, I can imagine. You love your caffeine. And then protein yeah, powders? Yeah. Like, you take many supplements? That's it, bro. That's it. Just yeah. the creatine, the, the protein, you know, some pre-workout. But at the end of the day, I've been doing this for a while, like, you know, people, people start to ask like, dude, like, how do you do it? Like, it's just consistency. And over time you'll actually build, you know, yeah. a, a good physique, but that's just one part of it. Like I'm more focused. I'll always sacrifice, uh, my physique or my health for making money. Just that's at the stage I'm at right now. Like if I have to miss a meal or miss a workout because I have a deal in front of me that, that needs to be addressed, like ideally I can do both. And yeah. if I can't do both, I'm lacking, but I'll always prioritize money for right now. For where I'm at, and I'm like on that, like so. One of your major like drivers is money. Is that so you can set yourself up in the future? You know, 
like live where you want? Like, what do you think your, your motivation for money is? Is it to be have freedom? Talk me through that. Yeah. So you hear a lot of people talk about like, why, like your, why you have yeah, to yeah. Have, I don't know why you ever heard that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like your drivers and your motivators. And yeah. So you need- you'll hear people say like, my, why is my kids? Do you have like, if someone were to ask you that, do you have an answer like ready to go? Like, why do you get up? Why do you work? Yeah, I'd say so. I feel like I'd have my answer for why I'd want money. Um, yeah, I get what you mean, though. You do have your answer? Yeah, I'd say, okay. me personally, like, the reason why I'd want money is not for, like, the tangible things. I think it's a it's a transporter for freedom, right? So, like, you have money, you can be location, you can, you can live wherever you want, you can live healthy, you can help other people. Um, I think that's my big motivator for money yeah so you want money so you can travel and all that but what's gonna push you for that do you have like an answer for what keeps you motivated on the days where you don't want to do it maybe i don't actually um i'd say for me like yeah yeah i mean i i don't want to work i want to be my own boss to a certain extent like i'm happy with working with other people but i feel i have worked that nine to five job that full-time job and and i kind of think that's my why like i don't want to just be working for someone else i want to be thinking for myself um being able to support myself yeah maybe i don't have that why like no you mean right well that's that's kind of what i'm getting at because a lot of people you'll you'll hear them answer the question it's like okay my kids are why i'm gonna get up every day like you do you have kids no yeah neither do i you know like I'll get that question a lot, like, okay, what's your purpose? Like, what's going to keep you dry, like driven? And like, I'm the same as you. Like, I don't have this big why where I'm like, okay, yeah. like I want to like buy my mom a crib. Like, that's cool, but that's not why I'm doing it. Like, some people say that too. At the end of the day, I think my reason for for why I want to get more money and elevate just like you do is not only freedom and all that good stuff, travel, all that, but it's just because I see other people doing it, and I don't see a difference between other people and me. Like the yeah. lifestyle I want you know, all the cars, the houses, like, I I like all that shit. And the people who have it, I don't think there's a difference in in them versus me. So I'm like, okay, why couldn't I get that? That's my like reason. So that's like, so that's your why. It's like, I don't see a difference in them and me. So I'm gonna be like them kind of thing. Yeah, like if they could do it, like, I I don't see why. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, which is really true. I definitely agree with that. I've been to a few conferences you know when they have those like billionaires or mega millionaires and they run these companies and it's like that's a big thing it's like you always just put them on a pedestal and you think they're like some god tier human that just is magical yep. but it's like holy shit they they breed they shit they bleed just like me and like they're just like us and it's like crazy they're thing just humans like, yeah they yeah, just yeah done more done smarter things like I don't know. It's open for taking and I'm going to go take it. But it's just because I like that stuff. Like I'll talk like I'll talk to my mom and I'll be like, mom, what's your dream car? Like you want a Lamborghini? She's like, I want an old truck. It's like some people <laughs> are cool with that. Like I just want yeah, the cool yeah. shit. And then to get the cool shit, like you got to do stuff that these other people did. And I feel like I can do it. So nothing crazy. Yeah. I don't got like this deep why, but that's that's why I'm going after everything. Yeah, awesome. Um, what do you think is like a, a number, 
um, like a monthly revenue where you think, I mean, obviously you're, you're never going to make it, but when you're like, okay, like I've, I've done it now. Or do you think you've reached that when you hit that 10 K a month mark? Cause you know, that people do talk about that. Yeah. That 10 K a month. Um, it changes, but yeah, like how, how, you, you are hitting, are you hitting 10 K a month consistently? Yeah. Confident? Yeah. 10 K yeah, yeah. was the first goal. The first goal, yeah. like when I was in sales, I was like, boom, 10 K a month. That should be everyone's first goal. But once you yeah. hit that, then it's like, okay, you know, what's next 20 a month and then like 10 K a week, you know, like your goals will always keep going out. I don't think I have a goal where I'm like fulfilled. I think fulfillment yeah. comes from, from other areas, but, um, I was at an event this weekend at the Lions Den with Andy Elliott and Wes Watson and Bradley. And yeah. Wes went up there and he was saying, like, dude, he'd be broke, flat broke on three hundred and fifty thousand a month. Like he'd Wait, be broke. He said <laughs> he said his expenses are a million a month. What just the to fuck? live. And I'm like, it just puts it in perspective. Like the people with that lifestyle are, are really just on a different level so is that because he's spending his money on just like cool shit or does he is that like his employees expenses and all that stuff like or is he just a baller like that is he just blowing bread he's just a baller he doesn't have employees this is what he was going over he just he's got two just mansions you know all the stuff but that's like the yeah. level of money i want to get to yeah yeah i get you wow that's dope bro um what about um for you? Are you like what's your thoughts on like are you like a drinker? Do you use drugs? Like like talk me through that. Like what's your thoughts on that shit? Yeah, growing up in Cali, I don't know how it is in Australia. But growing yeah, up in Cali what's that? Well, I mean, yeah, there is a big drug culture. I mean like there? you know how it is, it's just like the standard, like people go out drinking every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're doing a bit of drugs and like people smoking weed, just like standard shit, bro. Just degen shit. Like it's just everywhere, I guess. Yeah, I'm lucky. I got that all out of my system early. Like I was yeah, in yeah. high school, we would smoke tons of weed, you know, do all this drinking, all everything. But and then once you turn 21, you know, you go to the downtown scene, and I had that phase. That was actually while I was getting into sales. But as soon as you you like self develop. You, you tend to cut that stuff out. Like if you, have you ever been to a bar sober? Yeah. So, I mean, past, um, I'm actually sober from alcohol. Um, but, but yeah, when I was doing it at the start, it was fucking awkward, bro. Like going into <laughs> bars, like weird energy, but I'm better with it now and I'm more chill with it. I actually don't go out a lot more and I feel it's kind of weird because my friendships have changed from not drinking. Like I feel like some of my friendships were just because of the alcohol. Like, and then when you take that away, you don't actually have a problem with them. But, um, but yeah, it, 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 it can be awkward. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's not just awkward, but it's like, once you're sober at a bar and you're seeing these people that are way too fucked up, you're like, damn, is that what I'm doing? Like when I get yeah, 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 yeah. like, I, I had a, you know, you get it out of your system though. Like we, you know, You'll do it enough times to realize, okay, nothing good's coming from this. I don't yeah. have the desire to do it anymore. So it's just vices. I don't really I, – I got lucky. Like I said, I like being sober. I like my health. I don't smoke mm. weed because I like to be sharp. Uh, but I've done all that stuff, you know, like don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, I have no desire to. Are you able to um, – because, I mean, me personally, I feel like I do have a really addictive personality. That's why I've had to actually be like I can't drink. Like, are you able to, you know, have like a nice, I don't know if you 
had a good month, maybe with your team you have a couple beers. Are you able to do that or do you just, are you completely clean blown? Yeah, but yeah, I am able. I know there's a lot yeah. of like people that have addictive personalities where they got to go crazy. I can have yeah, yeah. two and be cool. See, yeah, that's good, but I wish I had that. I think um, it's just because I like, I like my health and like in yeah. the gym, if you drink and you're hung over, you can have a good workout the next day and it's like catabolic. So I like being anabolic. Yeah, yeah well, anabolic, you said. <laughs> Bro, are you, you going to hop on the dark side? Or are you already on the, on the dark, dark side? You're not. What's that? Yeah. Are you, are you natural? Yeah, I'm natural, dude. Would you ever... Yeah, true. But, you know, bro, there's people who are gearing up. Would you ever dabble with some substances in that space, like TRT or SARMs yeah. or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the... all the Dude, if you look at, like, all the big business dudes in there... So, I was actually listening to uh, a really wealthy dude. We were at dinner, like, wealthy, like, yeah. hundreds of millions. I was lucky enough to be at this dinner. And he was saying, like, your 20s, you just learn, like, straight learn. 30s, you're starting to make a little progression. But 40s, when you're in your 40s is when... He was saying you're actually going to start bringing loads of money in, and like yeah. I want my goal is to get rich as young as possible. But uh, he said in the 40s is where you really start bringing it in. But all the dudes in the 40s, like a lot of them are on TRT or test. Yeah. So like I, I don't plan on doing it. My test is high enough right now. Like I don't plan on doing it until you know maybe 30, 40, whatever. Fair enough. And do they say they get on that because they're kind of like the energy levels they drive lowers? Is that is that why? Pro- yeah, probably. Like, yeah, just because I know, for the- I know a successful guy um, who's in his forties who uses TRT. Yeah, um, a lot of them do. Yeah, but I I don't see an issue with it as long as it you know improves your performance. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, I've actually like I'm skinny as fuck at the moment, but I've actually used Psalms before, which was which was stupid. But I'm kind of glad I tried it in a way because it kind of I don't know. It kind of did open that door to make me always feel tempted. Like there's that easy way out. Um, but yeah, bro, it was actually like, it was pretty crazy. Like the amount of muscle I gained, like I felt great. But then after I felt like shit, bro. And training, like I felt insecure training. Like I was like at my peak, I was 84 kilos, which is like, I don't know how many pounds that is for you. But now I'm a year later, I'm literally 74. Um, so it just shows like you don't hold on to any of that muscle bear. It's all fake. So damn, just little little overshare for you there. But um, <laughs> but, but yeah, do you have do you have any of your your mates in the gym? Do they they juice up like that or, or not really? Everyone's kind of chill. No, nah, I mean, you know, I got friends that were into steroids. You know, it's it's cool. Yeah, I'm not against it. You know, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of bodybuilding friends, but. Just not my time right now. I'm I'm young, early twenties, so I don't need yeah. to. I don't feel the need to take any testosterone because I feel like I'm yeah. peaking pretty high. Have you been yeah. tested? Have you had your bloods done? Yeah, yeah, a few times. Do you know what your um? Because I've had my bloods done as well. Like uh, like it's like desolated, like the yeah. Do you know yeah. any stats? I can't really remember mine, but I remember a few of them. Like the your range free range like- test. Yeah, I don't know my free test, but the range is like 400 to like 1200 is normal. Mine yeah. were like 800. Yeah, bro, mine was low. Mine was like, mine was like 400. Damn. But I guess that was, that was after I met, messed around with those psalms. Yeah. But I'm going to get well, tested I, again. 
that's the thing too. I live my life to max out my testosterone. Like, yeah, I'll go in the sun. I think going yeah. in the sun boosts your testosterone. So I'll go in the sun, especially during summer. I will yeah. eat a bunch of red meat steak, like I, and I'll train super heavy, like, and I'll get good sleep. Those four things will boost your test, like, like good. Like I'll feel way better yeah. when I have steak. I lift heavy. I go in the sun and then I sleep deeply. So that's nice. I live my life for that stuff. What's your What's your max bench? I mean, nothing crazy, bro. I got long arms. Let us know. Let us know. I, the most I've done is like two fifty five, bro. I bro, failed at two seventy five. Dude, how many? Do you know how many kilos that is? I know two twenty five is a hundred kilos. Yeah, so probably like one hundred ten. Nice. Basketball. Nothing crazy. I can hit a nice little 60, you know what I'm saying? So like 60 kilos, rep that out a little bit. My my strong lift is a squat. I got big legs. Yeah. And that that's good for test, hey, training legs. That's... See, that's the thing. I squat heavy. I think that builds builds your test levels, but. Awesome. Um, right. Moving on to like your current mindset. I know you've talked about, you know, wanting to get rich. Maxing out all your stats, being healthy, but like right now, how would you describe your current mindset, where you are in your life, and how that's kind of changed? Like, have your priorities kind of changed? Have you always been on this same like road that you want to stick on? Everything changes. Like everything will yeah. change. The only thing consistent in life is change. You ever heard that one? That's a good one. I, I haven't heard that, but I like that though. I'll be using that. <laughs> but it's true. Um, but it always comes down to the person I admire is the person that's going to have everything on point. So that's what I'm yeah. just going for. Like their mindsets on point, their relationships are on point, their money is on point. Like everything is, is good. Like being a man that I admire, like, uh, every skill level is just maxed out. So I'm just yeah. striving for that, bro. Like, that's how I look at it. Just improve every day, you know? Okay, and you've said you're you're focusing on that money, but what would you rather, like, money or clout? Like, be a big influencer, mm. I guess you can step away from your... Not like a cringy influencer, but be like a... Like, what's his name, Elliot? Elliot? Yeah, like that. Andy like, Elliot? does he still sell, or is he just, like, he just does conferences? Like, what would you rather, be coin or kind of clout? <laughs> I think, I think yeah. clout... I think coin comes yeah. with clout, but yeah, Andy 100%. Elliott, yeah, he, he sells a ton. Like he's content is just a piece of his equation in the really? modern day. The reason I'm even like, I, I got a podcast like me, like three years ago, I wouldn't want to get on camera. I wouldn't want to put myself out there at yeah. all. The only reason I am is because the people who are ahead of me, like I said, the people I admire are doing it and then they say to do it. So here I am, bro. Yeah. I'm Respect. sharing my experiences. But awesome. um, to answer your question, yeah, yeah, like, on. what's that? No, no, go on, go on. Just going to say to answer your question, like clout versus money, I see, I don't know, because with clout comes money, bro. Like attention, yeah. money comes in. I don't know a super famous person that isn't really rich. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd rather be, I'd rather have money and be low key if that's possible. But the reason we're doing this stuff is just to get out there and, and you know, provide value to people. And I know that once that value is, is provided, then that'll elevate financial gain. Awesome. Um, okay, and I guess what about what's your thoughts on you know being a young 
23 year old, you know, you got your, you're maxing out your looks like women, like how much time a week are you spending with women? Are you promiscuous oh, like that? You got a nice little honey. Like what oh, are you doing? Shit. Now we're talking women, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they won't be listening. This. You don't have to worry about it. They won't hear anything. They won't hear anything. Your side well, change. Yeah. Women, that so that's that's probably one of my vices, bro. Like just being real. Yeah. People drink, people smoke. I don't you know, I'm good, but like I probably spend way too much time chasing women. So, yeah. I'm not the one to speak to on this one. Bro. No, that bro. I mean <laughs> I know I know guys who are like that as well. Like my bro, my old boss, he loves women, bro. But like I don't know. I guess it works for some people. I mean, me personally, like, I mean, I don't know about you, but like, are you into like nofap and like semen retention and that shit? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, all that shit's bad. bad you don't rate it. Nofap. No, 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 no. Nofap is good. Like, cool. The movement, whatever. I think the people yeah. on Reddit are a bit weird. Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. are all into it. But like, at the end yeah. of the day, if you're, like, I've been in that position too. Like, where you know you're looking at porn you know yeah. all that stuff like not nah, fuck like cut that shit out i've cut yeah 100 because i feel like i'm the same like you, if you go i feel like there's there's ends to the scale if you really focus on i'm not i'm not gonna not and like i'm gonna be on this streak and really focus on the streak like that kind of like distracts you from your goal which is you know bettering yourself making more money making more connections i feel like it's kind of like like the no fab is kind of like a guideline like I used to be big on counting my days, my streaks, but now I just like, I wouldn't count it. Like I'd say porn is just a no-go. Like it's just like poison for your brain, cut that out. But I think like here and there, like a man's got to like get a release sometimes. So like, I feel like here and there it's, it's all right like that. And hyper-focusing on it and feeling bad with that, I'd, I'd hold a lot of guilt around it. I feel like that would fuck me up more. But now I'm yeah. just like, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, this is like man, like obviously not chase it and yeah, try not, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying, but... I do. But yeah, it's and an interesting With the vices, that's a vice, bro. Yeah. So, like, with the vices, like, drinking, whatever your vice is, at the end of the day, when you resist it, it builds strength. So, yeah. that movement, like, if you're resisting a vice, like, good. Like, good for you. Um, yeah. That's my opinion on it. I think it'll make you stronger. Would you say... Um, would you say since you've kind of, like, you know, been, I don't know, more independent, making more money for yourself, has that upped your game with these females or is it like you oh, always yeah, bro. yeah 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 dude i mean you you can only attract up to who you are like you will yeah, not yeah, see yeah. me able to get the highest level woman there is like when i see like like a super super high level woman which is like influential rich and a 10 out of 10 10 out yeah. of 10 personality too like the super high level you will not see me able to get um just because I'm not all the way maxed out, but I yeah, did but notice. Sometimes it's, like, it's not always like that, though. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, bro, like people date below their means. You know what I mean? Like below, if you're, I, she finds you funny and she likes your vibe, like she's not going to be yeah. checking your monthly revenue, your Instagram follows me. Like, no, nah, different level. You know what I mean? Like, do you reckon? Well, I, I, I see what you're saying, and you can get a girl by all means. Like that's a ten out of ten, maybe in one of those areas. But what I'm saying is a fully maxed out woman, bro. You just can't. Like you will not see. A fully maxed out woman with a complete dude with no motion, like yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, I love. Like, I see what motion. you're saying though. But yeah, I love the word motion. I feel like that's a huge thing. Like having motion, motion yeah. like making things work, and like yeah, right, yeah. There, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, what I was gonna say was this year, like every 
because I've had girlfriends, you know, every year I've progressed my level of chick. Like my chick this year, it didn't work out, you know, whatever. But yeah, I wouldn't have, the man I was two years ago wouldn't have been able to get that locked down. Yeah. You know what I'm and then you can just go get a best friend or something. Hey, that's crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> um, at the moment you're single and you're just kind of like doing your thing. I am. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you on like the dating apps and shit? A little bit. Are you you flexing like you flexing a little bit on the apps? Is it is it good? What kind of photos do you? Oh man, I I'll go back and forth with them, man. You know how it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good to meet people. I I actually met my last chick from a from Tinder. Nice. It didn't work out, so maybe that I don't know. It works for some people. I don't know, bro. Dating app, I, I got mixed feelings about. It's a good way to meet people, but at the same time, like you don't you don't picture your wife meeting her on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, though. And especially like if you're dating a girl and you're introducing it to like say your family and friends, like who wants to say, "Oh yeah, I found her on Tinder." Like just, that's the thing. So there's yeah. a reason we feel that way, right? And so yeah. I think the be- the way I found the best way to meet like a partner is in- getting introduced by your your friends, like. Oh my, yeah. I'm going out with this girl. She's got a friend. You should come. That's how I, I met the best chicks. Nice. Do you, um, do you ever do cold approaches with women? Like, are you ever like saying, Hey, I think you're really pretty. Like, can I get your number or some shit? Like you, you do those ones? Cause I mean, you got that cold approach skills in sales. So why not bring it over to that side? Yeah, dude, that's true. That's true. That does door to door sales will, will eliminate yeah. your fear of rejection. Yeah. But I don't approach women, bro. I, I let them yeah. approach me at the end of the day. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not. Law of attraction. Huh? Law of attraction, hey? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it because then you know, like, they're already, you know, interested. So you don't have to, I don't know. Because everyone, I don't know. These, these girls get a lot of attention, especially the good-looking ones. So if you can become an outlier and not give her that attention, she'll start being curious and asking questions to herself and that's when you can get in there i like that i like that okay um and i was wondering if we could do a like a like a sales role play like i'll be like you be a appointment center or something like if you're comfortable doing that and then i'll just be like i'll just be and i'm some i don't know i'll be like a, a dad with a family and i'll be like oh, another another salesman kind of vibe you know what i mean um, yeah, I'll try and do my best. Like I'm not going to be a fucking dickhead. I just want to see how you you pitch it and shit. But um, yeah. So the the whole direction of an appointment setter is to do yeah. just that. Set the appointment. So a lot of people will confuse it with selling you on the idea of solar, right then mm-hmm. and there. That is not how any industry works. You set an appointment and then let the appointment go over all that selling. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like. Yeah, I, yeah. My goal is to get you to take an appointment with me. It's not to actually sell you on it today. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So okay. if I if that's my intent, I can yeah, I can definitely show you how I do that. Okay, awesome. So um I don't know, just knock on my door and then I'll come out. <laughs> uh hello? How can I help hey, you? Hey, how's it going, man? Good man. How are you? 
Pretty good. Hey, real quick, I'll fill you in on what we're doing. We're just doing some projects in this neighborhood. Has anyone stopped by and gone over an energy report with you? Yeah, something about like solar panels on my roof or something. Like, look, man, like I'm really not in the financial position to be affording this. Yeah, that's actually the exact reason why we're stopping by. What we're seeing is the utility company keeps raising rates on people for what they're paying yeah. for electricity. Have you seen that at all? Yeah, my bill's been going up for the past three months. Like it's Your just a joke. Exactly. Yeah. So that's actually exactly why I'm here. The bill will not stop going up. So this new program, if you guys can get qualified for it, all we're doing is we're seeing which homes would benefit from switching over to that renewable program. Have you ever gotten any information on it? Not, not really. I've just like, I've just heard my wife complain about how she's just been sold about these solar programs. I mean, like, I mean, I, I like the idea of it, but just the thought that I'm going to have to put out more money to save money long term, like, I just can't do it at the moment. Like, yeah, we're really struggling out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely understand that. And a lot of people have felt the same way. But what they found going over the numbers just to see if it would benefit you that gives you a lot more clarity on if it would work out for you. So I'm not here okay. to do anything for you today. All we're doing is just seeing which homes would benefit from it. So all it looks like okay. we, we look at your power usage and then I send yeah. it off to my engineer. They'll come back with the report done for you. And then that way you can make a decision to see if it help you. But how much does end, this all cost? Yeah, that's actually something we'll go over uh, when we come back. But at the end of the day, you wouldn't be opposed to looking at some information that could potentially save you money on your power, right? Do I have to pay for you to assess this report? No, no, it's it's nothing out of pocket, nothing like that. We're just seeing if we could help each other out. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to um, I, I've got my um, my sale, my solar bill, or my my your power bill. bill. Cool. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grab that bill for me. I'll need that, and then. Okay, awesome. I'll go grab that now. Perfect. Perfect. So that's that's kind of how I do it, you know. Nice. Everything's different. Every homeowner is different. I think the reason I succeed with it on the doors is just because I'm really direct and assertive. Like I'll tell people what to do. Like that's one of the things I got a lot of hate on that video. As I was like, grab that bill for me. Like I told the yeah. homeowner that, and people were like, I would never do that. <laughs> I get people doing that all day long, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I like how so, um. You go like when you when you ask me the question, you went like this. You're like, yeah. I was like, fuck. You make me want to say yes. Like, is that yeah. like a that's like a little skill there? Like, you like, oh yeah, dude. do it. Body language. There's tons of stuff. Yeah. Tone, body language. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. But my my objective, not objection. My objective when I'm meeting on on the doors with you is just for you to look at the information and have a hard time saying no. To potentially look and not save him money like yeah i i'm just trying to put that in your head like okay this guy could possibly help me why would i say no to at least looking at yeah it? that's all we're doing as a setter so i just try to make it uh, easy and hard to say no bro, to can, can i have a go at um trying to set yeah bro go for it uh, be a be a prick all right you fucking had a long day of work and you don't have any more shit all right hello hey what's up brother Hey, sir, my name's Jamie. I'm with um, the solar team and we're just coming around to check your bills to see if we can help you out with saving some money. Month no, month. I'm not interested. No, I'm no, not you... interested. What, what, what exactly are you not interested in? Well, what you just said, you know, to see if you could save me money, I don't think you could. So I'm really just not interested. I mean, 
I mean, I may or may not be able to, but how it works is basically we look at your energy bill, we assess that, um, we put it back to our team, and then they come back with all the potential money you can be saving. It costs you nothing. Essentially, all it is, we look at your bill, we assess it, and we see if we can help you ultimately. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't. you said it doesn't cost me money, but I, mm -hmm. I know that kind of sounds like a scam because why would you be doing it if it didn't cost me money? So. Like I said, man, 100%. I appreciate you stopping by, but I'm not really. 100%. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Like long term, I guess if we were to go ahead and install solar on your on your roof, we would make money and you would also save money. But the, the actual point of this interaction is just to gauge if we can help you with saving money, essentially. So so I know what you mean. Like, yeah, you have people knocking your doors all the time and it's freaking annoying, but all I'm trying to do is see if I can help you, if that makes sense, with saving money. Is that Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah? I mean, do you have an energy bill? Like, does it come through the mail or is it like, how does it work for you? Is it online? Yeah, I, I get one. I get one in the mail. Yeah, do, do you mind if I have a look at that? I do mind. Yeah? What What specifically do you mind about it? Well, I like I said, now I'm not really interested, man, but... Do you need to see it? So, yeah, I need to see it to see if I can help you, if that makes sense. Well, I don't think you could. Well, I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can help you. I mean, it, like, I mean, I know, I know what you mean. A random guy knocking your door. You just met me. But I've left my job in Sydney and I live in America now and I'm working full time in this. Like, I believe in this this project you get me so like go ahead grab that bill and then let's see what we can do all right i'll grab it all right bet. <laughs> that was fun all right good shit hey you've been you've been studying a little i mean you just didn't really ask any questions and then you asked yeah, what what did i not ask what should i have asked well, i mean you didn't ask if i looked into it before if i've gotten any information on it before because you can gauge where a person's at just off how they answer that like if they haven't looked at it before and they're still opposed to looking at it you can you can ask more questions to figure out why. Right, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you yeah. got me stuck there for a sec. I was like, fuck. And then any in this industry, bro, anytime you give an opportunity for them to say no, they'll take it. So when you say, "Do you mind if you if I look at it?" Like that's why I mess with yeah. you, bro. Like that no was a good gonna, one. No one's gonna say like, "I'll grab it." Yeah, you just tell <laughs> them. You just tell them what to do. It's weird at first, but after you do it for so long, it's how it is. No, I rate it. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I love to be fair. I love sales. Like, I mean, like, I love that about my recruitment job. Like, basically, you're selling people to companies. And that was just like, yep. fucking sick. but um, everything sales. But yeah, bro, that's lit. I honestly, I'd love to see if in Sydney, I don't know if it's a big thing, solar sales or like, I would love to give it a go, like, briefly, like run it. So it looks pretty fun. Um, but yeah, fuck no. That was good. Maybe, maybe that could be a viral clip right there. <laughs> did, you, did you like? Does that get to you like the hate and shit? Because I know it's it's petty hate, but like, does that ever make you think like, oh, like, do you do you care what these people think, or you got like a mindset where you can gauge it out? Bro, honestly, not even like in the slightest. Does yeah. it bother me? Nice. It's actually a benefit. Like, if I see a hate comment. Cause I know it's just, it's just ignorance, bro. Like someone who's never done this telling me how it should be done. Like, what am I going to do from that? Like I don't sulk yeah. on anything. It doesn't affect me 
I, it actually benefits me because it's more engagement. Like, please hate yeah. on it. Like, it's 100%. funny. It's comedy. But I feel like genuine hate from someone I looked up to, like that would hit a little different. But yeah, strangers who who are never gonna encounter me, you know, it's like I don't really, 100%. I don't care. Hundred percent. And I feel like that's um that ties into caring what people think. Cause you know how everyone's always like, oh, you don't need to care what people think. But it's like it's easier said than done. Like obviously Very. you should not care about someone's opinion you don't value. But when it's yeah. someone who you value and they hit you with like. An insult or they don't like you, bro. It's hard not to care what they think. You know what I mean? So it's like, I guess it's the same shit. No, 100%. 100%. Um, I guess that kind of like, that kind of wraps up most of the questions. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to like, you want to talk about? A little little closer? Maybe drop your estimate how much you're going to be racking in this year. Something like that. Little, little Easter egg. Little Easter egg. How much I'm racking in? Just from my yeah, sales job. What do you estimate your range? Two hundred thousand is my goal. So last year, I had like a hundred, and then I tried to double it this year. That's my goal, that's and it's very possible. I'm I'm close. That's sick, by respect. And um, the taxes fucking you. Like, how bad are the taxes? Oh, well, we got some loophole. It's only my second. This will. I did taxes for the first time last year when I was twenty-two. Yeah. Or it actually was this year for for last year's income, and that's the only yeah. time I've made enough money to actually do taxes. So, I'm I'm not the right guy to talk about this stuff. Like I have a team where I set up uh, an LLC and a holding, or I don't even know what it's called, like a, a holding company, out of state, so that all my expenses for, you know, like the self investments that I'm doing, like these trips, the hotels, all that stuff, is gonna run through that. So it's tax oh, deductible. Nice. Yep. And so the taxes last year, I did it, but I, I didn't do it right properly. So if I get audited, I'd be probably, well, I probably shouldn't get too much into it. But, but I just didn't do it properly. IRS so this is watching year, right now. They're watching this. The IRS is on this shit. Yeah, I'll pay them if they want. But this year I'm doing yeah. it right. Come get this money, boy. You know what I mean? They got to come drag it off you. You know what I mean? Come get it, bro. Facts um but yeah bro it's been sick talking to you um i'm keen to see your journey and shit love to stay in contact uh you're really inspiring dude and i i love your mindset bro like you know it is it is hard to find people who are like similar mindsets similar goals and shit i feel like you know you, you know what you want and I, I respect that you know what i mean um but yeah i appreciate you walking on and yeah well, i'll just chop this up and we'll make some clips and we'll go from there Cool. Super good to be on, bro. Thanks for having me. We'll get we'll get you on mine soon. We'll get you on mine. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. Talk about talk about your space. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah. See you, man. Thanks for having me. Like.